Logical Progression, Year 3, Chapter 12, Lesson 2. Postpartum bleeding can last is 40 days. Whenever she becomes clean before this, she makes ghusl and prays. It is reprehensible to have sexual intercourse with her after she becomes pure, if that purity occurs before the 40 days elapse. If the blood returns, then there is doubt concerning it, so she fasts and prays and makes up the obligatory. This postpartum bleeding is like menstruation, with respect to what is permissible and prohibited, and in what it obligates and in what is no longer obligatory from her. The only exceptions are for it to be considered as the waiting period for divorce, and as a sign of completing puberty. Like, it doesn't do these two, okay? If she gives birth to twins, the beginning and ending of the postpartum bleeding duration is taken from the time of the first birth. And that's the end of the chapter. Now, you reading that now in English, okay? I think that many of you will think, what on earth is going on, okay? And this is exactly the point. It really can come across so, so complicated, all right? And there's two things I'll say. Number one, like anything when you come across first time and you don't know, it can look complicated. It is not. And then number two, there are some parts which have made it, made it complicated and that is correct. They have. And we're going to basically show the uncomplicated way. Is that clear, everybody? Yeah? All right. So let's move now back to, um, to explain this now, the commentary. So before Sheikh takes on the first sentence, he basically makes a statement right in the middle of page 300, 465. He says, you know blood... He goes, blood is basically four types. Okay, blood is basically four types. Uh, when he's talking about blood, by the way, he means uh, blood that comes from a woman, I mean, okay? Um, you can almost actually say uh, vaginal blood. Yeah, yeah, put down vaginal blood, okay? Um, there are four types that affect women. Hayl, nifas, istihada, and damul fasad. Hailed menstruation. Hailed menstruation. Again, don't forget, Yani, if you miss some of these big terms or whatever, it will come out in the transcribed notes, inshallah. <coughs> Hailed. Nifas. Okay, that's postpartum bleeding. Nifas. Al istihada. Istihada. Istihada is that abnormal uterine bleeding or irregular vaginal bleeding. And the fourth one is a controversial one, and people don't agree upon it. It's called damul fasad. Damul fasad is basically. Um, yeah, there have been so many different meanings that have been attached to it, and it basically, you know, uh, I I I think that it was understood that it could be the 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 the, the if you if you literally translate it, it is the blood of corruption, and it and it indicates basically rape, and what would be caused as you know actual injury, you know, right? But what I found and what is generally understood is that any blood which doesn't fall into the first three categories is kind of bundled into the fourth. So it's like, so not only is it seen as the blood of corruption, but it's also seen as abnormal kind of blood which doesn't fall into three easy categories. Does that make sense? Yeah? It's not a very clear category. Different scholars have different takes on it, and so on and so forth. And what Sheikh Uthameen says, he goes, that for every one of these, there is specific yani, distinguishing uh, uh, features and ahkam, as you will see, inshallah ta'ala. And I can tell you that what you're not going to see is any of that for Damal Fasad. Okay? Sheikh Uthameen, he doesn't take it on. Because as I said, it's not a very clear one. It's not very important either, quote-unquote. Because um, well, it, it, will be, it will come obvious later. It will become obvious later, inshallah. Anyway, he said that Hail is a natural blood. And 
But the, the question, it is a natural blood. It's a natural process. But we need to ask ourselves the question. Does it have a age limit? Does it start from an age and end at an age? Okay? And of course, it is well known amongst the fuqaha that it certainly does. Okay? Any madhab that you would study, it will all say to you, starts at 9, ends at 50, starts at 9 and 55. All the scholars have their own positions. Okay? So he says, It's well known amongst the fuqaha that it has a had. And of course, the correct position is that it has no limit whatsoever. Okay? That is the correct position. So he's already given you the answer, and we're still going to go through it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So oh no, no. The, the, you'll see the evidence is that's not the, the issue. Is not about evidence. Is about uh, the issue is not whether there's any evidence for the age nine or fifty-five or fifty or whatever. It'll come. It'll come. It'll come. Yeah. Would the madhab, each madhab not put restrictions just to make it easy for people to give them a guide? Of course, of course. So you don't know what the hungry madhab are doing here? No, no. And that would be like a, a secondary reason. But the, the, the first reason that they believe that it starts, as Abdul Nasser said, the hadith says this, it starts this like that. that. That's a fundamental idea of setting a parameter because they believe those are the parameters. And as you said, Another reason that it's good to set a parameter is that it makes it very simple for women who don't understand all this stuff, not confident to look at their blood and say, ah, oh, this is menstrual blood, I'm only 8 years old, or this is menstrual blood and I'm 55, how does that make sense? You know, they don't want to get involved in that, they like a nice, easy, simple, alright, it's at 9, it must be menstrual blood, I've stopped at 50, everything after 50 is all something else. It keeps simple, isn't it? Alright, people want simplicity, that's why you have scholars and, you know, that's why the madhams are such huge followers. Because the people are either too lazy or unable to do the hard work of trying to work it out themselves. Yeah? <coughs> Alright, okay. So, the first statement is that there is no... What's the word? That menstruation does not occur before nine years of age. Okay, nine years, years of age. So, if she uh, uh, menstruates before the age of nine, then it is not considered menstruation. Even if it is for the right length of time, and even if it is the right kind of, um, a even if it's the right features, and it looks the same, and it smells the same, and everything, it is not paid, and it is to be considered to be venous bleeding. Okay, it is considered to be venous bleeding, um, and what they mean قبل تسع سنين أي انتهاؤها فإذا حلت من لها من لها Basically, what those scholars are saying is that once you're 8 and 355 days and you bleed, it's not hailed. And then when you reach 9, and then 9 days and nine years and 1 day, then that blood is then considered to be hailed. Okay? Now, uh, it has been narrated from a Shafi'i, أَنَّهُ رَأَى جَدَّ لَهَا إِحْدَى وَإِشْرِينَ سَنَةً This is something interesting, okay? This is a little one that was kind of, you know, mind, mind twisters, alright? Um, it is narrated on the authority of Shafi'i. No, sorry. Not, no, sorry. It has been narrated from Shafi'i, okay, that he said, I saw a grandmother who was 21 years old. Okay? So now let's look at this. This is interesting, okay? So he goes, so 21 years old. Alright, get that in your mind. 21 years old. So, this would mean that she started at 
she had hayd ban tahid li tis'a sinin so she had hayd at 9 yes and she had the hayd for 3 months <coughs> then she became pregnant okay obviously i'm sure women are all educated on the whole concept of 9 being having birth and whatever yes don't need to go into that thing here do i yeah or do i anyone want me to talk about that huh uh, you know young girls and being sexually active at 9 because you wouldn't want your 9 year old being sexually active yes you're happy with that yeah. different time different culture uh, women were women at the age of 9 you know all that kind of stuff do you have to tell the kufari and you give us headache <laughs> yeah everyone's happy with that no I, I, because i mean it, it's simple it's simple anyone who actually goes back to the pain knows that their women are not the same as our women yeah Meskeen are women, yani, the, 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 the real women, yeah? Um, but, I mean, you can imagine even now we see this in the world. So what about 1400 years ago? They're champions, yani, they're working at the age of seven and eight. And they're, you know, very knowledgeable, very aware. They have ob- obvious innocences of childhood in terms of mental development. But physically, the culture, the heat, the everything was very, very normal. This was the way of the people. And us not having to get our children or whatever or wives even active at that young age and not and hating the idea and never accepting it is not a problem as long as you don't deny what it happened when it did because it was relevant and correct then and it would technically if the woman was ready it would be relevant and correct now but the reality is is that it couldn't possibly be further from the truth try doubling it and then you might have someone ready okay just mentally ready i mean it's, the regression in human beings has been stunning okay a, a regression which is literally, you know, blows the mind that the human beings, and we believe that, of course, we believe that human beings, divide our, despite, despite, despite our technological advancements and how clever we think we are and how amazing things are, we have gone from the peak and we are going down. And once we reach the plateau at the bottom, that will be the end of the world. Okay. And subhanAllah, you know what's interesting? People are thinking that it's kind of like it's there and it's going like that and then it's going to come down. Actually, it's direct down. And when you reach the very bottom, it's when you meet people who say, I heard people that say that they used to worship something, and I think they said that it was Allah. And their judgment will be established upon those people, and they will be shirarun as Nabi Sallallahu said. They will be the worst of all the people. Because just before then, all of the al-mu'mineen, the tayyibin, people of iman, the, uh, the wind will come and it will take their souls. All right? And so, yani, uh, yani, we're talking to the most regressed of people, into kufr and ignorance and idiocy will be there. And so don't let all these, you know, bobbly kind of, you know, uh, uh, lights and, and whatever of this dunya make you think anything else. So, um, so it's quite normal. So this girl, let's work with her. Yeah, she's nine. She's had a menstruation, couple of months. She gets married. She gets pregnant immediately. She gives birth at 10. Yes, she gives birth at 10. And her daughter will start her hayd at nine. And then she will give birth at 10. And this is, um, so the, 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 the grandmother is 20 years old. Yeah, and then another year for pregnancy. And then it is, then the baby is born. Now she is. 21. Yeah? This is if you stick to the idea. Now, the reason that it's been narrated here, of course, is to try and justify the idea that 9 is something which was a good minimum number to start from. 
okay, because they saw it actually happen, okay? Now, whilst we're talking about that, we'll just go out there and say, no problem with that. But you know what? There's no evidence to suggest that nine has to be the age. If it starts at eight, it's hayyad. It's ridiculous, actually, the opening start statement that what they said, that it looks like hayyad, smells like hayyad, lasts like hayyad, whatever. It's not hayyad because she's nine or because she's 12, or because she's 15, no. If it's Hayat, it's Hayat. We don't care about her thing. What we will say is that these ages, unlike the hukum of Hayat, is not divinely controlled. It's down to the human being, yani reality. And that's very important. And likewise, the next statement, 50, all right? And there can't be anything other, uh, after 50. Now, and it didn't make any difference between anyone of any sort, okay? Um, Shaykhul Islam... <coughs> and Ibn al-Munthir and a number of the scholars a number of the scholars they said there is absolutely no validity this, to, to this kind of parameter setting you can, you can, you can, you can actually write this yani, as a quote almost okay they said there is absolutely no evidence to this parameter setting and whenever a woman she sees the blood that is known with whenever a girl ha- sees blood which is known amongst the women to be hayab then it is Hayab. Yeah? Who is that from? Uh, Ibn Taymiyyah. Whenever a girl sees the, the blood which is known amongst the... Because when a girl bleeds, she's going to go to the mom or to her auntie and say, this is blood, I don't know what's happening. The woman will say, this is Hayab. End of story. It doesn't matter what her age is. When it happens, it happens, it's Hayab. Okay? And whether she's Sahira or Kabira and, 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 and whatever. Now... And the evidences for this, it is good, is the general statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Al-Baqarah, وَيَسْأَلُونَكَ عَنِ الْمَحِيضِ قُلْ هُوَ أَذَا Okay, it's nice, let's translate that properly. Surah Al-Baqarah, verse 222, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, says, and they ask you, O Prophet, about, uh, and they ask you, O Prophet, about menstruation. Say, Menstruation is a painful condition, or it is a illness, or it is a something harmful. It is a painful condition. All right. So the statement "Qul huwa ada," it is a painful condition, is giving you the illa of actually what it is, and it's not focusing that. So it's saying that whenever, therefore, whenever this blood, which is seen and it is the painful blood, then it is ada. And it is not just venous bleeding, which can bleed and there's no pain when it comes during it, before it, after it. It's not like venous bleeding. So therefore, you must apply the ruling that it is hayab. Okay? He goes, and yeah, okay. He goes, it's true that most women will uh, 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 menstruate at the age of nine. They will, okay. But women differ, he says. Women differ. differ. So... Um, Yani, you'll find that actually uh, women of regions differ, women in families differ. So you'll find like a norm amongst general women, and then you will have a family which differs. And yani, their genetic yani, things, the genetic uh, uh, through fair, through that family, through the mother to the kid, whatever, whatnot, they will have their own yani, set kind of days which are more in common with one another compared to the common kind of dates or durations amongst the wider population. Okay? Um, he goes, we've even seen some women who remain pure for four months. And we've even seen some women who menstruate for a whole month. <coughs> menstruate for a whole month. 
كأنه والله أعلم ينحبس. يعني it's like it's like all 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 happening. And then we've got some women who يعني only um, uh, uh, menstruate for three days or four days or five days or ten. Did we uh, do that thing? Oh yeah. Do we, should we do that? Um, yeah, go on. So, yeah. I mean, there are some cases that show that you must know, like, you know, it's not always associated with pain. Of course, and that's why we have very specific characteristics. Remember, of course, that we don't just use one eye and that's the end of it. We have very, very clear evidences which suggest what exactly menstrual periods are, okay? Um, and then, okay, this is also, also good. Uh, if you look at Surah uh, At-Talaq, okay? If you look at Surah At-Talaq, verse uh, 4, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَاللَّا إِيَّ إِسْنَ مِنَ الْمَحِيدِ بِالنِّسَائِكُمْ إِنْ أَرْتَابَتُمْ فِي عِدَّةُ حُمْنَةِ ثَلَاثَةُ أَشْحُرٍ وَاللَّا إِيَّ لَمْ يَحِدْنُ Okay, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, If you are in doubt, the period of waiting will be three months for those women who have ceased menstruating and for those who have not yet Menstruated. Look at the beautiful subhanAllah clarity of what Allah says, okay? He said, let me repeat it to you again so that you see the illa, yeah? If you are in doubt about this idda of talaq, okay? Then it basically, let me make it easy for you. It's going to be three months for those women who have stopped menstruating and those who have not started menstruation. What did Allah not say? Yeah, what Allah, what Allah didn't say is... That the period of waiting will be three months for those 50-year-old women and the nine-year-old women. You see what I'm trying to say? And yeah, he didn't give the ages. He made it simple to the fact. Either they are menstruating or they're not menstruating. And that's it. So therefore, we take the ages out. Job done. And that's a really good and uh, clear um, evidence. Okay? Um, Yes, of course. All of these are continuous evidences. Okay? And... um, فصواب أن الاعتماد إنه هو على الأوصاف فالحيد وصف بأنه أذى فما توجد الدم الذي هو أذى فهو حيد هل جد العادة يذكر القرآن السنوات بأعدادها آه yes so this is nice okay what if someone says to Sheikh Uthameen hold on hold on it's not the way of the Quran to mention يعني ages or anything you know يعني it's not the the Quran is a book of guidance why would it mention someone's age for Good point, sir. What do you think? It doesn't matter. Well, it mentions, it mentions numbers where it needs like three months. Have to. Correct, 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 correct. We would, and, and in, in actual fact, uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al Haqqah, verse 15, So when a person reaches his full yani maturity and he reaches the age of 40. Age of 40. So the 40 has made it very clear. 40 has a significance. We all know that 40 has a significance in Sharia, significance in history, significance in Hadith, significance at the practical level. People actually feel it themselves as well, physiologically and mentally and so on. So when Allah deems it yani, necessary or specific to the matter at hand, He's not shy to mention the, the age. So when it's not mentioned, you know, I always tell people, subhanAllah, when it comes to... Um, you know, a lot of people, they, 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 they spend a lot of time trying to, and they need to, try to understand how to get closer to the Qur'an. You know, to develop a relationship with the Qur'an. And how to, you know, 
spiritually improve yani, their connection and feel the Quran more and more. And this, is, this comes with experience. But the, the single thing which I keep emphasizing, keep, I keep emphasizing to all students, you want to enjoy the Quran more, when you're reading it, okay, don't just read what's there, read what's not there. And when you read what's not there, keep telling yourself during that process that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not forget a single thing. Okay? That's a mind-blowing concept. You're reading what's there, you're thinking of what's not there, and then you know that Allah intentionally left it out because He doesn't forget anything. And so therefore, then what you're reading, it almost is given like a turbo boost because you then realize, oh, you know what? I really need to focus a lot more on what's here because this is exactly what He wants me to focus on. Because the mind is, you know, we're humans at the end of the day. We will, we will start to think, hold on, why isn't this detail mentioned? Why is that detail mentioned? Why isn't this mentioned? Why isn't that mentioned? And the human reaction would be, it's not important maybe or Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't care or whatever. I don't know. Or he's forgotten. Yani, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he said that in the Quran that your Lord is not, is not forgetful. In order to make it very clear that every single, not letter, but every single diacritical mark which gives and indicates a meaning is there on purpose and the variations of those diacritical marks for you to actually reflect upon and every absence of a diacritical mark is also there for you to reflect upon because Allah never forgot it. He left it out. There's a difference between leaving something out and forgetting. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? That's a really important uh, help when you're reading Quran to have that in front of you and it really, it really will impact upon the reading of the uh, Quran. All right. And they, he said that there is no menstruation whilst you are pregnant. What did I, what's it say? I don't even know if it says it actually. I just made that up. Oh yeah, all during pregnancy, okay? Whilst you are actually uh, pregnant. Now, medically, is that possible? It's not possible, is it? Because... Yeah, you can have... Yeah, exactly. Good. You can have lots of bleeding, different types of bleeding, but it can't be menstrual blood because we already said the menstrual blood is basically the pre-starter of the womb, isn't it? And the womb is now... And like Sheikh Uthameen said, okay, take it from a kind of old-fashioned way, that blood which didn't come out is now feeding the baby. Yeah, keep it nice simple. Yeah, it's now feeding the baby, so it's not going to come out. It's now going to be part and parcel of the big womb process. So why would menstrual blood come out? It won't. Okay, and if there's any bleeding, you can find a hundred different names for it and conditions, but it can't be called menstruation. And that's what we call bilhis. Our own senses, we've seen it. It's not possible. Okay, it doesn't happen. That's why he says the evidence is a dilil in the Quran, walhis. The dilil is from the Quran and his. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, that the people who, the, the women who have been um, uh, 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 divorced, that they should they should um, uh, keep to themselves for three and yani keep themselves separate for three qurua. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the other ayah also mentioned the um, that's Surah Al-Baqarah verse 228 and Surah Al-Talaq that we just mentioned those women who are in there um, who are unable to um, who have not had menstruation then their idda is going to be three months okay those who have gone past menstruation and those who have not menstruated yet their idda for divorce we're talking about is going to be three months and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the other ayah of Surah Talaq verse 4, He said that those who are pregnant, then their idda, their ajal, 
That their idda is when they actually, you know, uh, deliver the, the, the child. So that clearly shows that if you are not pregnant, you go for three months. And if you are pregnant, then you go for the, the birth of the baby because she can't use the period cycles, because she's not giving the period. You see, that's why she has to, uh, 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 you know, do that. And obviously when we cover divorce, yani in 2056 or whatever, yeah, then you will see that, the, yeah, for Salah, yeah, um, you'll see that the reasoning behind that, of course, is that uh, the reason behind the, the periods uh, uh, being used is to show complete freedom from the risk of pregnancy. All right? Uh, uh, so that there's no dispute afterwards. But anyway. Uh, yeah. What is the means that this means, his means, you know, you know when we say hassasiyat, yani, we know when we say, but you know, by observation, basically. Observation. Uh, anyway, apparently there are some scholars that said that it is possible, okay, it is possible that, um, that in some kind of way there is some kind of blood which resembles menstrual blood whilst pregnant, okay? However that's understood, whatever, I don't know, it could be some remains or whatever, it doesn't matter. What Sheikh says is that if she does see some blood that comes at her normal period time, for the normal length of the period time, with the Listen carefully to this. If that blood is seen and it's in this kind of state, right? Meaning that it comes for that length of six, seven days like she normally did. And it comes at the beginning of the month like she normally would have. But she's like six months pregnant. She's like, what the heck, yeah? And it's not any other blood. It is, she recognizes straight off, this is my menstruation. What should happen? Who can answer that? What do you think? No. Obvious. It's what it is. Okay, fine. So she treats as menstruation. What happens then? So what happens? Everything else, like her actions and stuff. She what? She doesn't pray. Okay, carry on. What are the things that happens when a woman menstruates? She doesn't touch the Quran. She won't fast. No, no sexual relations. Yeah, intercourse rather. Yeah. Right. No divorce. Well, is that correct or not? Okay? Because she's in the middle of a period of time where she can't actually have an idda. She can't actually show their idda. Uh, and she can't... Yani the, 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 the problem here is that how are we going to... What is the um, meaning that because she the only difference between this and a normal menstrual cycle is that the actual menstruation will not be considered as part of the divorce process so let's say that she now when you get divorced you're either going to go by two things aren't you you're either going to go for the three menstrual cycles or the wait until you give birth now, what if you are having both at the same time? 
Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Right, why a birth? Is it because it should be longer? Right, good, good, good. But that's not, but that's not, but that's not necessarily the shorter one. But your reasoning was correct because that's what's been established already. Okay, that was the better answer, not because it just could happen in the beginning of pregnancy. So you've got nine months left, yeah. All right, it's obviously not longer than it's a lot longer than three months. But because hamel is a much clearer distinction of the facts, yeah, obviously not nine months. That would be really fit. I mean, let's say seven months. Yeah, seven months. Yeah, so. At that time, it's very clear. There's been no other people. There's no other. It's clear who custody of children and who the father is. Blah 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 blah. So what I'm saying is that here, what, what, what we were trying, to, what we're trying to say is that the, the menstruation that she has, we will consider it menstruation, and she will stop praying. Blah blah blah. But she will not use it for divorce purposes. She will use the divorce. She will use the pregnancy, pregnancy for divorce purposes because that is more established and the asal as opposed to the period of time which she could theoretically still use. Which is, yeah, not so certain and whatever. Does that make sense? Not yeah? Meaning a certain matter of a, a doubtful matter. Yeah, 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 meaning that the established. Remember, the whole concept of Idda yeah. is not just to give her time to think about coming back and him to you know, clear his brain and stop being so stupid, basically. Yeah, there's many, many reasons, yeah, for it. And, and, and we've got to, the disputes for who the father is is the key honor and respect and all the rest of it. Yeah? So, uh, okay, that's good. Okay, that's good. We've finished at least the first uh, part. Yeah, so that's another, yeah, it'll be 20 minutes, everybody online, 20 minutes because it's Maghrib, okay? 20 minutes, inshallah. Thank you.